It is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. I am Matthew Barris, and welcome to Enter the Bat Cave. And we are continuing celebrating Blade Month here. And in the first official week of Blade Month, we are going to be looking at the Tomb of Dracula, issue number three, Who Stalks the Vampire? That's right, Who Stalks the Vampire? This is issue number three. And issue number three was written by Archie Goodwin and Gene Cullen did it the uh, art work here and of course by at this time Jerry Conway had uh, you know had left as a writer and but of course uh, Ray Thomas was the editor and so was Stan Lee and in the last issue uh, Frank Drake had uh, stabbed his his love Jenny who had become a vampire under the uh, powers of Dracula and here he's about to meet some new friends which he kind of needs because now he's sort of down on his luck and of course Dracula is still out and he's causing a menace and he's yep back to biting people on their necks <laughs> And I got the uh, background music ready and all set up and ready to go. So let's get right into it. The Tomb of Dracula. Who stalks? The Vampire Your name is Frank Drake, and for a day you've normally walked the London streets, seeking in vain to erase a memory, the memory of thrusting a wooden stake, of striking soft flesh, of seeing a once beautiful form crumble into dust and nothingness. Now, in the night, in fog, that dankly seeps through cloth and skin to chill the very bone, in the steady rush of the Thames' dark waters below, you feel you found the answer. And that answer is suicide. I lost you, Jenny, first to my 
ancestor Count Dracula and his hellish lust, now to death itself. And by my hand, my hand, how many men could live with that, Jenny, my darling? How many men? Tosh, it's him. To him, quickly. There's time. Yes, there is time. That curious moment when a falling figure seems suspended, hangs on for an instant between firmament and space. And in that instant, what? No, no! I don't want your help. I want to die! Die! But you cannot fight the grip of the giant who holds you, Frank Drake, who silently, effortlessly pulls your struggling form to safety. Who are you, lady? Where do you and the Rudyard Kipling reject get off interfering? Anger requires caring, Mr. Drake, and if you care, perhaps you're not truly so eager to die. I am Rachel Van Helsing. My silent friend is Taj. The Van Helsing. I read about a Van Helsing in my family diary. The man who slew Count Dracula, my great-grandfather. Only Dracula isn't dead. Not anymore. He lives. He made a vampire of my fiancée, Jenny. And I... I... Oh, Lord. I killed her. The girl I loved. No, Mr. Drake. You brought her peace. Release from a hellish half-life. From being Dracula's inhuman slave. Believe me, I know about these things. For nearly a century, we Van Helsings have detected, I mean, dedicated ourselves to combating vampirism. That's why this new item attracted me, made me seek you out. It's about my inheriting Castle Dracula, and later selling it. I feared no good could come of disturbing the Count, his resting place. You weren't wrong, Miss Van Helsing. Now that monster's alive and stalking through London, thanks to me, me and my ex-pal, Cliff Graves. Closing time, mate. You spent the day here, lady. You ain't gonna spend the night. Yeah, here, matey? Leading clubs closed. Uh, uh, no. D don't make me go out there. Not until the dark. Look, I've got money. I'll buy. You'll buy trouble, you will. I'm tired. Wanna go home. Not argue with some El Soti Yanked. Please, don't do this. Not while it's dark. Not out! No self-respect. Respecting old goblins gonna touch a sticking salt like you. Wouldn't listen. Nobody does. Nobody believes. Well, they didn't see. Didn't see Jenny dissolving crumbling. Didn't see him with that smile. Those teeth 
and and who's there who is don't you know Clifton Graves you who pulled the stake from my skeleton you who brought me to life again can't you look into my eyes and see can't you stare long and deep and know Dracula has need of you yeah a scream abruptly ends not in death for Clifton Graves for it is not a victim Dracula seeks but a slave uh Mr. Graves of course you stayed here with Mr. Drake for a moment I didn't quite dare recognize you may I help you I believe Frank left something when he checked out. He sent me to pick it up. A box. A large oblong box. I uh, really wouldn't know, sir. Best check with the night porter in the basement. And... Up! I have no time to be patient or settle. I'm seeking a coffin. A coffin. Uh, uh that thing. The Drake bloke paid me and the day man to burn what you dare destroy property of the master easy gov easy we ain't got round to it yet if there's been a change of mind i'll take you to it for a few bob more eh storage rooms are down in a sub basement don't know you're gonna move it without help though don't worry, someone will be joining me. After he takes care of something more, uh, some of more urgent business. Nearby a limousine moves phantom like through the fog. So, I, so I stole Dracula's casket from the castle. Sure, he needed it to survive, feeling he would follow and I could destroy him. Instead, Jenny, dwelling on the hurt will not heal it, Mr. Drake. Taj turned into the alleyway behind the hotel. Would you and your uh, would you and your quiet friend be so cool if this had happened to someone you loved? And are you so certain we haven't are you sure we haven't seen tragedy? Visit those we care for. Taj, the trunk, please. Taj has been mute since childhood. When he witnessed the destruction of his village in India by creatures such as we hunt now. One by one, my family too has felt the vengeance of the vampire. Okay, I spoke out of turn. But, hey, what's in here? Looks like an arsenal. It is, of weapons, and the war we wage against the ancient evil which spawned the like of Count Dracula. This is how Taj and I direct the hurt we live with. You can squander your life in pity and remorse, or end it in suicide. Or you could take this and join us in our fight. Well, Frank Drake? You make sense, lady. Good sense. 
avenge Jenny by helping you hunt the Count and his like. All right. Whatever the consequences, I'm with you. I swear it. Then we begin. Here, where I stayed. Obviously, Dracula has more than one coffin. Otherwise, he'd have perished before ever reaching you. Yet he still came after the one you stole. If it's not yet destroyed, I'd like to examine it, and perhaps learn why it's so special to him. And not far from Rachel Van Helsing, the secret is about to be revealed. Mind what you're doing, you clumsy clown. You're letting it slip. Mind it yourself, Gov. Even empty its too blinking heavy. Core, what's this? This bleeding bottom falls in full coins, gold coins. You bumbling credit. Yell at me later, Gov. I ain't letting none of these beauties roll away. Not one of them. Not even one. You're a greedy little man, aren't you, my friend? Never fear, your work tonight will not go unrewarded. But you will not share the gold of Dracula. That was secreted in my resting place. I guess a time would I would rise again, when I need wealth to live once more in the regal manner fitting a Dracula. And that time is now. As for your do, no, no, stay back. I ain't have no truck with any bloke. What calls a flaking coffin is resting place. You've no longer a choice in the matter, my scurry little mouse of a man. No, take your gold. Just keep away. Keep Ugh! go. Talk to your friend. Stop him. He's got murder in him. Eyes of his in murder and worse. Go, answer me. You can't just stand by like a zombie and let him. But of course he, he can, you fool. He has no will but Dracula's. And now, your reward. <coughs> the clerk said Graves came down here, Rachel, but. Lord, that scream! From beyond that door. Some kind of sub-basement. Thought Cliff and I permanently parted company this morning. Can't figure his being back after that casket. After that casket. And after that tree. I'm not certain. I want to find out. Frank! I see it, Rachel. Light from one of the storage rooms. Be ready for everything. Dracula's coffin! But no sign of anyone. Leaves only one place to check. Now that I... Not that I look forward to it. The night porter. Dead. And on his throat. The mark of a vampire. The noise is faint. But in the grim silence, the following... In the grim silence, following Rachel Van Helsing's words, any sound would be like thunder. Behind us! Rachel, 
Dracula, and Cliff. They hid in the shadows until the door was clear. But using rage and the memory of a girl named Jean to overcome the fear within you, you move, Frank Drake. They're not yet out, and while I've got this cross, they won't be. Graves! Yes, Master. I know what must be done. Ah! Master, these bags we found were old, worn, your g gold. Pick it up, fool. With that cursed crucifix gone, these others are as nothing to me. Even you, giant, with your stake and determined silence. You are nothing against the strength of Dracula, the strength of twenty mere men. And you, my dear, I have left for last. Rachel, I believe my turncoat descendant called you. You show little fear, Rachel. I am a Van Helsing Count. You may recall the name and remember where we are not without resources. A crossbow, and its bolt, its wooden tip. The last Van Helsing's aim is true, but even as the shaft speeds for Dracula's heart, his very form is shifting, changing, becoming a knighted shape no arrow can catch. And in bat form, Count Dracula flees, followed by the man who has become his servant, his slave. Not so fast, Cliff. I still owe you, old buddy. But as they revive, Drake tries to follow. <laughs> Locked. Blasted. Breeze. From nowhere. Blood shut. Don't be certain it was from nowhere, Frank. Not when it's Count Dracula we deal with. Then he did his work well, Rachel. That door's heavy and solid. We're going to be in here along Taj. What? Give him room, Frank. His strength is hardly that of Dracula's. Still. <clears throat> and Taj's great frame crashes into the door full force, directed against the hinges. Again and again. Until. That's full enough. Everyone... Stay away you are. That's three of them, Constable. This lot came down just before I heard the porter scream and sent for you. But I don't see the other one. Graves. And you tried to tell them of Graves. Of the man-monster now controlling him. But they won't listen. Will they, Frank Drake? Not to you, not to Rachel. Not when they see what lies with you in the storage room. Murder! Right here in the hotel. Terrible, terrible. And this fine crew's got the weapons that could have done it. Constable, while we, we waste time talking, Count Dracula. And Constable, while we waste time talking, Count Dracula's escape. You must have... Just missed him on the stairs, or spare me your fairy tales, miss. You'll be repeating them plenty at Scotland Yard.
half past eleven. We've been at this since dawn, and you three still hold to this infernal bladder about vampires, the so-called Count Dracula. Am I boring you, miss? I should say, Dr. Van Helsing. No doubt, with all your degrees, your background in the occult, a mere murder charge is too mundane for your attention. Our innocence will be proven with time, Inspector Chown. It's Dracula I'm thinking of. Where has he gone? What will he do next? Those answers are to be found as dusk approaches. A dusk largely unfelt in a day already darkened by cloud and fog. So that a van moving north from London already uses its headlamps. As it transports a singular cargo, one packing crate, quite ample in size, and the object of quick backward glances from the driver of the van. A man most anxious that his cargo travel safely and well. Clifton Graves. We're close, master. Very close. Then, the van swings into a, onto a deserted lane behind a rambling country estate, dark and gloomy as the day itself. Yes, this is it. I visited the lawyer and learned all I needed. It has been long and busy day, master, for everything you commanded has been done, from exchanging the gold coins for modern currency, to hiring men to remove this crate from where it lay in the hotel room you rented above the one of that unsuspecting fool Frank Drake and they never guessed what they carried to this hired van that beneath the wood and packing straw you lie at rest on a bed of native soil master and now we are here can you sense it? Feel it, master. We are near the home of the one who presumes to take what is forever yours. We are near the one who has dared to purchase Castle Dracula from Frank Drake. It is nearly, it is early, still the light not quite faded, your sleep not quite ended, but we are close and darkness falls swiftly. Soon I will find a sanctuary. Soon you shall stalk. Soon. Yes. Soon the long shadows of the night fall across the land. Shadows such as these that darken ominously labeled doors at Scotland Yard. Doors which guard a place cold and starkly quiet where Drake forms lie in rigid final stillness save for one i'm i'm alive and and i thirst here then a victim of dracula no longer a man no longer what any would call human transformed by the count's fatal bite into one of its own into the night's deadliest creature into a vampire Got to find someone, anyone, must quench this thirst, damnable driven thirst. The corridor, 
out. They are blasted, sure to find. No! Taj, Frank, surround him quickly. If we catch him between our crosses, he'll be trapped against the wall. There. Now, Taj. Dr. Van Helsing, that, that thing, it's the porter, alive again, stalking as you said he would. But is it necessary? Does your man have to? It must be done, Inspector, and swiftly. Taj! Fuck! Lord, it's for the best, but I don't believe I'll ever get used to it. No, one never does. To the necessity of destroying evil, perhaps, but the killing, never. I owe you and your friends an apology. If there's anything Scotland Yard can do, Dracula is still at large, Inspector Chelm. This is, at this very moment, he's somewhere hunting. To combat him, every bit of help is needed, and even that may not be enough. Yes, this night the Count hunts, for even as Rachel speaks, an even wing-shaped swoops near a certain estate, wreathed with fog and its own aura of eerie melancholy. While at the entrance of this prowling man's, another visitor calls. Good evening, Whitby. I believe Miss Strangway is expecting me. Yes, Mr. Langston. She's waiting in the study. Candles again, Whitby. I wish Eliza would, would spend a few pounds on lamps as her solitaire, I know she can afford it. Madam finds harsh light most unpleasant, sir. Yes, yes, I know. But the person might then be able to see some of these myriad pictures of her. Lord, what a beauty. No wonder every painter and photograph wanted her for a model, then. Ugh. I see by the change and decor were approaching the study. Perhaps dim lighting does have its points. Mr. Mr. Langson. Mr. Langson, up from London, madam. Thank you, Whitby. That will be all. Well, Godfrey, you wish to see me. Something about my latest acquisition, I believe. Quite right, Liza. A bit odd, but good lord. Where did you find these things? Blasted mirrors positively chilling. Something about the glass. It's, it's almost black. Rather arresting, really, yet. And as a lawyer... Godfrey Langston stands momentarily transferred before the mirror. Other eyes peer as well. Eyes in a hovering sinister form that begins to melt and into a presence regal proud and more sinister yet. So on an outside balcony, Dracula stands staring, eyes blazing in interest, his towering 
figure at one with the darkness. Totally undetected. Totally unseen. I don't like it, Elsa. It's like beholding the murkiness of one's own soul. Blast. What's wrong with me going on such about a mirror when there's business to discuss? Liza, a chap named Graves visited me today. A bit strange, really. But he represents someone who wants to buy that silly castle in Transylvania. And I think, Godfrey, if that's what brought you from London, you've wasted my time and yours. Castle Dracula is not for sale at any price, not ever. Liza, I'm your solicitor, your husband's friend when he was alive. I can't stand by while you squander a fortune, surrounding yourself with occult junk. That burnt out castle is the final straw. Why do you do it? Why? You only look to Godfrey. See me as I was 20 years ago, as I am today. I was a model, Godfrey. The greatest beauty of my day. Now time eats at that beauty, eroding it, destroying it. I won't accept it. I'm not like others. Beauty like mine shouldn't have to age. And if medicine and science can't undo the ravages of time, I'm perfectly willing to turn to magic and the occult. I've had failure there too. Most of these objects have proven worthless. But here, Gottfried, in this book, the Book of Dracula, I'm certain I've found an answer. Liza, Lord, that book's a fiction based on legend at best. You can't let an obsession delude you into accepting all this supernatural poppycock. Aging is part of life, Liza. Learn to accept it before... Get out, Langston! Out of my home! You're dismissed. Do you hear me? Dismissed. All right, Liza. All right, I'm going. And Liza's strange way is left alone to stare back at her past and the losses of time. I accept nothing less, nothing less than what was originally mine. Then... A wind bursts balcony doors wide. A lamp crashes. And... What? Who are you? The tall man with eyes looks like coals. Stands silent, strangely still, as though waiting. And suddenly, Liza Strangeway knows under... Stands. You're Dracula. More than legend. Myrrh. Superstition, you live. When I purchased your castle, I felt some way. Somehow this moment would come to pass. But why don't you speak? Of course, the lore is true, isn't it? A vampire may not enter a home he has never been entered unless invited by a member of the household. Very well. Enter, Count Dracula. I believe there's... Much we can offer one another. Much, indeed. 
Next, through a mirror darkly. And we'll stop it right there. That'll do it for today's episode. And we'll go into issue number four tomorrow, right here on Enter the Batcave. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. And let me know what you think. And until then, peace out.